0: You're listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen and other assorted gender-assignations. Welcome back to the Board to Death Binge Cast. I am Jay, being joined by... Sam. And we are back to continue our weekly binge of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, last week, we got to know Captain Chinstrap... AKA Captain Carl, AKA Hashtag NotMyCap, AKA John Walker, the new Captain America. Oh, the face! The face! <laughs> um, but, you know, they took pains to try to present him, at least for the majority of the episode, like a guy who is aware that people don't necessarily want him to, to take the job, but, you know, he was told, hey, congratulations, you're Captain America now. And he's a good soldier, so he does as he's ordered.
1: I kinda wonder how that worked out. Did they just draw a bunch of names from a hat?
0: Possibly. I think Uh, they with what he said
2: about his background, about all the war stories and heroism acts and Yeah,
0: they were looking for certain people that fit that kind of profile. Good soldiers that
2: he stopped a grenade with his helmet to keep his platoon from dying. It was a
0: reinforced helmet. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, but you gotta think there's more than one person like that in the whole
2: you know. and, and I'm
0: sure they, there probably was, but they probably you know we don't know exactly what qualities they, they were. They, looking they want for.
2: someone that will survive it mm. because there can be a guy that's like, oh yeah, I'll throw my, my life on the line for my companions or my, my mates or whoever's in my platoon by throwing their entire body but having the wherewithal to protect
0: yourself as well. So they don't then have to turn around and find another Captain America after the last one threw himself on top of a grenade and died.
1: Here's your new Captain well, I America. mean, granted,
2: 8.0. he did jump onto a, a, a full-speed semi and fought on top of a semi. This
0: is true, but um, as far as we are aware, John Walker is not enhanced in any way. Yeah. He is literally just, yeah, yet being the operative word, because... One of the other things that we that we uh, found out last episode was that uh, the army did not just leave it with uh, you know there's no more super soldiers because Dr. Erskine is dead, and we uh, you know don't have enough uh, of caps bl- of uh, Steve Rogers's blood to make a super sol- soldier serum from. no they uh, they kept experimenting and they made uh, Isaiah Bradley. Into the next super soldier, a black super soldier, back in the Korean War. The DC's version of uh,
1: Marvel. Wakanda. No, no, this is still
0: Marvel. This is still Marvel.
1: The new version of Black Panther.
0: No, because Black Panther is specifically in Wakanda. <laughs> um through the heart fruit. Yeah, he didn't eat any of the heart-shaped herb. <laughs> um... Or herb, if you're gonna pronounce it with the British version, which we're not British, so why would we? Um, But Isaiah Bradley Kalor. Well, when we met Isaiah Bradley, he's of course an old man now, but we found out he fought the Winter Soldier back in Korea and beat him and tore off part of his uh, mechanical arm, which gives you some gives sets his bona fides right there, because that would have been Winter Soldier at his peak. At his peak, but not with a vibranium arm. Yeah, but even even before he had a vibranium arm, which he didn't get till Wakanda, that arm was still a pretty fearsome weapon. <laughs> Granted, it was probably only with the technology they had in Korea, but still, Winter Soldier, the top assassin of Hydra versus...
2: Also, you've got to think that America wasn't the only place that had super soldiers mm. because Red Skull... Used a similar formula. Yes,
0: but he used Erskine's formula, which they didn't have.
2: Well, who knows what happened to it after that? Um, well, was it confirmed completely gone and lost and the formula? That's stopped? why
0: they were taking so much of Cap's blood in uh, the first Avenger. You know, after uh, Erskine died, they had they basically said they were going to ship Captain America off to a la- ship, Steve Rogers off to a lab, so they could try to figure out what made him him because. Erskine's formula was not available, was lost, because the, the assassin, like, destroyed the lab in the process of, because uh, sh- uh, he blew it up. So they lost that formula. But then again, remember, after World War II, Hydra infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., so they maybe got their hands on some samples of Cap's blood, sent it off to other, uh, their other labs across the world, including to the Red Room, where they uh, made the Winter Soldier, But um, in addition to all that, uh, the Flag Smashers have all been enhanced. They've all taken some version of the Super Soldier Serum. But they got it from the Power Broker, who, as I mentioned last week, is is a character in the comics that has uh, basically had access to technology and stuff to to enhance or give people uh, superpowers. And I read online... Guess who in the comics actually got a version of the Super Soldier Serum from the Power Broker? John Walker. Huh. So, <laughs> um, we might see something come come about from that, but... Uh, well, he's probably going to want to be able to better
2: last as Captain America. Yeah.
1: I don't think he's going to be last. I think he's just going to be, he's going to get to a point where he's been believed so much. Because there's going to be people who like the moment you play it, you make God bleed. People
0: think you think you can kill him now. Yeah, the, that was uh, back in Iron Man too. It's like if you could make God bleed, people will stop believing in him.
1: Same thing's gonna happen here. That uh, icon, he's gonna bleed, and they're gonna come after him hard.
0: Right? Especially if it if it gets out that uh, the new Captain America went up against his first uh, his first on his first mission as Captain America, went up against a bunch of other super soldiers and got his ass kicked. Yeah. Um. And, you know, the, so there's, he might uh, get his hands on some of the Power Brokers stuff. You know, we don't know yet. Confiscate it somehow. Conf, confiscate it or uh, whatever. Uh, the Flag Smashers generally seem like, yes, they are a bit extreme, but they genuinely think that the whole One World, One People uh, creed that they have you know to tr- get rid of all national borders and g- do away with nationalism they're also talking about do away with nationalism power and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
2: so if you have power therefore you're in power
0: mm. which you know we don't, again we don 't know the whole all of the de- of the details about what happened during the blip because in Endgame it just went from they killed Thanos but it 's too late he already destroyed the stones and then just suddenly five years later. Um, I hate
1: Spongebob. <laughs> God damn it. It's,
2: it's just, integrated itself way too hard into your life.
1: This, uh, every time you turn around, every meme, everything on YouTube, I, it's a Spongebob. I feel, I, feel
0: the, I feel the same way sometimes, but um,
2: That and Yeet. Yeet's <laughs> your only problem with <laughs>
0: things
1: right now? <laughs> yes, I worked through hell in the world. Driving the war is yeet! I like to yeet this paint. I'll yeet you.
0: You just know that now I'm going to be keep keep using yeet whenever we're playing like Destiny or something. <laughs> it's just like I'm going to be a yeet titan. But it won't affect me anymore
1: because I've gotten numb to you. It's like that, uh,
0: Which is why I'm not. going to Well, maybe I won't do it all the time, but I'll just wait and then I'll drop it in when you're least. And you expecting just shoulder you know? Someone's like, "Man, I yeeted that body." <laughs> I'm going to eat this guy off the edge.
1: <laughs> Why does Zeke just unplug his Oh, Zeke just wait
0: <laughs> Zeke just uninstalled. <laughs> um so yeah and we also got the that incredibly awkward uh therapy session with uh both Falcon oh, and uh, and Bucky. <laughs> I I love their
2: dynamics but I also read that um who plays who plays Falcon?
0: Uh the actor's name now. Why can't I remember the actor's name?
2: Hey, you were about to play the show.
1: I'm about to see if, if you bought the actual show. If you bought the show. well, you were movie.
2: clicking on continue watching.
0: Yeah, just click go. No, no. Scroll down. Scroll down. That, that one. New to Disney Plus. Click on that. It should take you. There you go. Um, uh, uh, details. Yes. There we go. Anthony Mackie. Okay.
2: I heard that he he didn't have a. A good time on set. Oh, well, that's...
1: Wow, what other franchise do I know that had the same issue? a Weapon! Let's yeah. hope this happen the same way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But they also said that this is kind of a, a one-shot, that this isn't going to have sequel.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, like also... like WandaVision. It's not going to have a season two.
1: But didn't they also say that this is, like... Well, even if they don't have a season two, they're going for the different type of Avengers... Which is going to be these guys. So they may not have a fun time on set, but movie time, they're going to be on set. Oh.
0: Well, we'll see. We don't know the... I don't know the details of what um, specifically I, I just, caused it. I
2: headlines. I didn't read through and I did have Yeah, have we
0: headlines. don't know the specifics of why he didn't have a good time on set. It could be maybe he just didn't get along with the directors. Maybe he didn't... Uh, maybe he was having issues with his co-stars. We don't know. Um... But at the end of the episode, after they, uh, John Walker again tried to re- recruit them into helping him with his mission, and they were like, here's the thing, you're part of the military, so you have to follow regulations. We're not, so we can do things that you can't. It would probably be best if we in- took care of this investigation separately. And John Walker just immediately went hostile, like, Okay. Then stay out of my way. <laughs> um, and because they had no other leads, because Isaiah Bradley didn't really have, didn't really want to talk to them at all. Uh, that's when Bucky was like, "I know somebody that we we could talk to." And Q Zemo, last scene in Civil War when he triggered the whole uh, Avengers Civil War thing. So, yeah, that's going to be... Uh, it's going to make th- make things interesting. Zeke is getting distracted what? by the binge cat behind us.
1: The binge no. cat! I you like, like Eskimo words. You're, like, you're emphasizing your words. I see that. The hip-hop, am like, what was that? <laughs> oh, I'm interested now!
0: At any rate, um, so they're gonna about to go talk to Zemo. And the problem, because Zemo knows all of Hydra's secrets, because he tortured that guy. And... He still knows some of Bucky's trigger phrases. Yeah, I'm
1: calling it oh. now. He's going to say a trigger phrase. It's going to make him go evil.
0: I don't know necessarily about evil so much as just make him suddenly turn aggressive.
1: I want to go evil still for a couple hours. Until
0: until uh, they can do the whole like cranial reset thing. You know, get knock him out. Yeah, knock him
1: out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he wakes up fight. and he's just
0: like, "What? What? What did I do?" <laughs>
1: it's going to be a fight between uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm calling it now
0: you're call you're calling that we're going to get a fight yeah. between the two of them. I think that I think this is about the time to do it in this series because if it's a 6 episode series because I've read online that it is a 6 episode series. In fact, it even says it right plus. here. 6 episode series on the uh, details page of Disney Plus. Um so this is like the halfway point. This is a good point to put that conflict between the two, have them duke it out, get it out of their system so well, they, they already so, are
2: tense with
0: each other. Yeah, so they can Get it out of their system and in the later episodes have them versus the Flag Smashers. Have them versus a uh, super soldiered up John Walker. And whatever else they're going to throw in there. Um, I don't think we've seen Sharon Carter yet. Have we? No? I'm wondering when she's going to turn up.
1: She's going to be going to knock out Winter Soldier.
0: There you go. Uh, at any rate, so I think that's a, enough intro for right now. So uh, we'll pause it here, and we'll see you after the binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe, and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC Radio Podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, the Race Nerd Podcast. Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. So.
2: I like how they added commercials into this one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the The episode opened with a fake commercial. But unlike the ones from Wandavision, which were sort of nightmare fuel in a, in a sense, uh, this one was for the Global Repatriation uh, Council, which is basically in charge of figuring out where they're going to house all of the people that were returned after the blip, and make sure that they have a place to stay, food, and all this other, and all this other stuff. Because, well, if you think about it, once after the snap happened. Half of all life was wiped out. They would have scaled back production on a lot of food, but then when suddenly a lot
2: less people making it too.
0: Well, yes, but they would scale back the, the amounts because there's not as many mouths to feed. And then suddenly one day, everybody gets everybody that was snapped gets blipped back, and now they have to get you know food production and everything back up to speed. It's going to cause some logistical issues, but um, the GRC is one of the, is like the target of a lot of the Flag Smashers ire because they've got like months worth, months worth of like food and supplies and everything stockpiled that is just sitting there while there are people that are like starving in like refugee camps and stuff. So you can see where they where the Flag Smashers are. Getting pissed off about it, especially when it turns out that somebody she knew—I don't know if they specified who the woman was in relation to her exactly—but there was a woman dying of tuberculosis in one of their in one of their camps, and not getting the medicine or whatever that she needed to possibly recuperate. So we got some explanation of her mentality there. You hate
1: when they humanize the bad guy.
0: No, exactly what
2: happened afterwards.
0: What what towards the end of the episode? Yep. yep, makes total sense. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, but we the, there was also like in the recap of you know previously on Winter Sol- on Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, they showed Isaiah Bradley again, and you had something you were going to say there, I Zeke? To ask a
1: question of you guys first. Okay. How many people do you know who acted in DC and Marvel
0: movies? There's a few. there's a handful, yeah.
1: He's one of them. Okay. He's Martian Manhunter from Justice League.
2: Well, I wouldn't know what that the what I the old
0: gen it. the general or colonel or whatever from. Uh...
1: No, no. Justice League Unlimited. The costume Oh, okay. Oh. watch. Oh, he's also Martian Manhunter's dad in Supergirl. Hmm. And when I'm sitting there, I'm looking Interesting. at that. And I hear that voice, that demanding voice. I'm like, why does that voice sound so familiar? And I'm like.
0: Oh my god! So then you and then you looked it up, and he he looked it up while we were watching, and he was and he, he had that same reaction. It's like oh my god! And Sam was immediately like, hold that thought.
2: <laughs> That's a I was about, save it.
0: Yep. A
1: small part, but a good part. Kind of made me go wow.
0: Yep. Um. But yeah, so S- Bucky went to go visit Zemo in prison in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you were quite amused by the, by, like, the whole, or- the way they orchestrated things there, but, like, Zemo was just being very, sort of, coy, like, as soon as Bucky walked in, and he, because he, he said he, he wanted to meet him alone, he immediately tried the trigger. <laughs> yeah, and nothing happened, because... I wanted
1: to meet, see was the man who you became act- active in the woods.
0: Yep, and, because Bucky got deprogrammed while he was in Wakanda, so... <clears throat> but uh when Bucky mentions to Zemo that they need their help because somebody else has, ma- has made super soldier serum, Zemo immediately took an interest because super soldiers was like against everything that he stands for. <clears throat> and he they sort of ex- he sort of explained more of his mentality on it later because that like superpowered individuals get put on pedestals, they get they become they start wielding too much power, not just like superpowers, but like influence and, and everything, and he didn't really like didn't really like that. Well, it's a nice parallel to what we have with YouTubers and
2: mm-hmm. TikTok stars, people that just do videos. We put them up on such a giant pedestal, but they're still people. Yep, they're fallible.
0: And that was like his. That was sort of his point. Uh, oh, same with celebrities. Yeah, that too. <clears throat> but um, and so then. We, as he, when he mentions this, and just uh, then we s- just cut to Bucky and Falcon <laughs> in like a garage somewhere, and then it's just like, let me talk hypothetically, <laughs> and and Falcon was like immediately like, why am I not going to like this? <laughs> and well, basically,
1: why would there be a fight with two people at the same time? Coincidence?
0: Yeah, <laughs> he literally uh, with Z- from Zemo, with Zemo's help. Uh, dropped like a little message in front of some prisoner in the common area that was playing chess with another one. The little message just basically said, he will try to kill you tonight, kill him first. (laughs) I had like Variks and Destiny moments. It's like, he will try to kill you, kill him back. (laughs) Um, And so that triggered a fight, which it's like, it was all based, you know, the whole thing was based on what the response from the guards would be for each step along the way would like call they you know the fight would trigger a bunch of guards having to go go try to break that up and when the fight started spreading out bigger then they would have to call in more and throughout all this it turns out Zemo had somehow got his hands on one of the guards like security badges and then beat I don't up know
2: a, if, what, if that was what he was showing because when he knocked out the guard he had the badge
0: well I, there was that thing that he pulled out of his book a bookmark <laughs> It looked like way too significant to be some be something like that. I don't know, but um, he beat up a guard and stole his uniform, and used that and just careful st- you know careful positioning of uh, making sure his face wasn't uh, wasn't seen very much and managed to literally just walk out of the prison while everything is going on. He like triggered a fire alarm at another at another stage to draw more guards out of position, and then it's like as bucky's just sort of describing all of the steps involved in this in this plan then suddenly zemo just walks in <laughs> and falcon's like where are we and then the lights get turned on they're in this big garage with a whole bunch of vintage cars in it and they're like i think it was falcon was like did you steal all these he's like no the, these these are mine <laughs> you know i'm I, i'm rich <laughs> i'm a baron <laughs> and Basically, oh, my family and I—we we, yeah. we
2: had a lot of money before I got thrown in jail.
0: Well, no, it was like my family—you know—were royalty until you know you destroyed my country.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: because remember, he was Sokovian. Oh <gasps> well, yeah. Um. So, but yeah, and he basically used his wealth. They—he got uh, his little private jet and his uh, and his wood house. Uh, Manservant, old decrepit man manservant. Would you would you say about I was him? Like, he must
2: have served for his father's father, his father. The, the
0: original Baron Zemo. And basically, they flew out to Madripoor, which is like uh, an island with no like international doesn't adhere to any international laws. It's like a pirate nation, nation unto itself, sort of thing. And it's basically the criminal under. Underworld capital of the world, and it's run by the power broker. We still don't know who the power broker is, but they wield practically a, a absolute power in uh, in Madripoor. <coughs> it was. It was just. It was. They broker power. Yeah. Well, that is what? If Zemo is the power broker, yeah. I doubt it. I got a weird feeling that it might have been somebody that we didn't meet in the episode. I'll get to that in a bit, though. But as part of their going into Madripoor, they had to basically play the part of uh, different. uh, You know, it's like Zemo had to put on his you know Baron Zemo persona. Uh, Bucky needed to behave like the Winter Soldier again, and Sam (laughs) and Falcon meanwhile is put in this like weird ass you know colorful suit. He he said it was like. uh... I look like a pimp. <laughs>
2: in America, yes. Yeah,
0: Zemo's response is like only in America would a forward-thinking black man, <laughs> <laughs> fashion Ford, forward, forward fashion, fa- fashion-forward black man, be seen as a pimp. <laughs> um, but he's po- but he was posing as some criminal called the Smiling Tiger, <laughs> and
2: they. F- well, I'm trying to figure out what they put in there. It wasn't snake guts. It looked like it might have been snake testes.
0: Maybe, maybe it was the venom glands. I don't know, um, but they uh, walk into. I wouldn't, into this I wouldn't b- imagine the venom glands being about midway. <clears> that's fair. We're down on that's fair. Night. Regardless, it was yeah. You know, they walk into a bar and people are al- already eyeballing the Winter Soldier and Zemo. <clears throat> they and they think that Falcon is the smiling tiger guy, and the bartender sort of giving them the giving the hair giving them the hairy eyeball, and he turns to Falcon. He's like smiling tiger, the usual. And, he just sort of nods.
2: Well, he first said, "I didn't expect to see it so soon."
0: And he just sort of like shrugs a little bit, <laughs> and then he's just like the usual. That's when he pulls out a snake, cuts it open, takes out yeah, looked like snake testes, and put it in a in a glass with some alcohol <laughs> as as Falcons trying to drink it without gagging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> And then when some they were there specifically to meet with uh, a contact of Zemos called Selby, who is like mid-level in the criminal underworld, uh, but has ties to the Power Broker. Selby doesn't want to see them at first, and then uh, a fight happens. The Winter Soldier starts beating the shit out of people.
2: Mm.
0: And when they finally go meet with Selby, she's very much like... Yeah, uh, basically gives them the breadcrumbs, you know, like gives them some information to go off of. But it's like she won't give them any more than like a name because she, uh, the line she used was the breadcrumbs are free, but the bakery's going to cost you <laughs> something like that. And. Then.
2: It was definitely snake testes,
0: snake testes. OK,
2: reptiles carry their testes inside their lower abdominal cavity. OK.
0: So that was very much lower abdominal cavity to me hey it's just yeah well but then uh, Falcon gets a call on his phone from his sister and Selby is way too savvy to let let that pass she's like answer it on speaker
2: She already thought it was kind of
0: inky it was, yeah
2: he was weird in general
0: and
2: I, I'm expecting that
0: that smiling Tigers are a little more eccentric. I'm I'm guessing that too. I'm Rather wondering if we're going to meet stoic. Smiling Tiger at some point in this in this series. That would be great. <laughs> they have to go back to Madripoor to deal with the power brokers, maybe, and that's when Smiling Tiger's think there. The reason
2: why everyone's giving him odd looks is because he's just standing there stoic,
0: instead and, of being instead of smiling. Hey,
2: what's up, everybody? How, how are you all doing today? Yeah, I'm. Or I'm. Gu- I'm going to guess a he's little a little more outward, eccentric.
0: Than <laughs> <back>. Yeah. <laughs> um, but every you know the. He sort of tries to play off the conversation that he has with his sister on the phone like it's Smiling Tiger talking with some contact of his, until yeah, I, until she thing. until she starts yelling right, at one Sam. of her kids about the about the the Cheerios and then she Love calls him Sam thing. and Selby's immediately like Sam who's Sam kill them <laughs> and then somebody snipes her.
2: Oh, we didn't find out who sniped her.
0: I'm still get, gonna guess it was Sharon because. Uh, as you know, Falcon and Bucky and Zemo escape from Selby's hideout. A message suddenly goes out on the Madripoor like uh, Wi-Fi thing, basically saying Selby's dead. Offers a uh, some uh, high-priced award uh, reward in bitcoins for
1: I was doing major job advice. Yeah,
2: yeah, I yeah same.
0: I was like, this is. I forgot you... I didn't know that you'd seen the John Wick movies. I've seen the first one. Okay.
2: Maybe the second one.
0: Um. But, so they have to... They're getting surrounded by people that are trying to kill them, but then suddenly Sharon Carter shows up, guns down a bunch of them, and she's ready to kill Zemo for what he did during Civil War because all of the... Everything that happened in Civil War led to her stealing Cap's shield and Falcon's wings so that they could rescue Bucky. And as a result, she had to go on the run and is still wanted. (laughs) So, uh, which is why she's in Madripoor, which has no extradition laws. And she's sort of set up a little uh, uh, racket of her own there where she's basically selling stolen art in a gallery. She's uh, well off. Oh, yeah. Doing very well for herself, but she's like, I, I can't talk to my family. I can't go home. So, you know, uh, she's a little bit bitter over all that because it's like Sam and Bucky sort of got pardons while she's still on the run, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, but they, uh, she with her help they track down, uh, the the name that Selby had given them a Wilford uh, Nagel.
2: Wilford Grimley.
0: <clears throat> no. But I hear Wilford, and yeah, I did think of Wilford Brimley, but I'm also now thinking of Snowpiercer. (laughs) Mr. Wilford. Yes. Um, But, and he's got a little secret lab in like a bunch of shipping containers in the port in Madripoor, where, yeah, he's successfully made the super soldier serum. And he is just like immediately cocky when they walk in, because he's just sort of... They're like, we want information. He's like, let me make you a counter-proposal. If you can beat uh, my beat the offer, then I'll get tell you what you want to know. And they put a gun to his head, and he's like, okay. Probably shoot it right next to his ear. Yep. Um, but he basically revealed that he had been working for HYDRA uh, to try to make Leap. their... What? Hmm. Right. I'm going it now. I can't need anymore, man.
1: I'm down with the cast ready. I'll do my famous thing and cheer it out loud.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but so um, Nagel had been working for Hydra trying to make recreate the super soldier serum. Uh, and then when Hydra went belly up, uh, he was brought in by the CIA where he got access to blood samples from an American test subject, Isaiah Bradley and was able to figure out what compounds they needed. And he was able to make the super soldiers serum or was in the process of making it when he got snapped. And when he came back, the the project had been shelved. So he ended up coming to Madripoor where the power broker uh, gave him a lab and he is refined the formula. So now it can basically make super soldiers that aren't like, you know, big muscle bound, uh, Guys like Captain America, it's more subtle, and so people basically retain their usual body, their original body proportions, which explains why Carly and the other Flag Smashers aren't like uh, built like pro wrestlers, like uh, like Steve Rogers was. Uh, so and the person he ran. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten that far yet. Never mind. <laughs> but Nagel, Nagel said that he had made twenty vials of. Uh, Super Soldier Serum before Carly stole it, and uh, unfortunately, while they're talking with Nagel, Bounty Hunters start showing up in the port, and so Sharon Carter goes to work, (laughs) beating their ass, and eventually, it's just like they're getting overwhelmed. She walks in, it's like, we're out of time, and then Zemo just... Straight up shoots Nagel in well, the yeah,
1: head. yeah, keep in mind Zemo at this point in time is walking through the lab,
0: just sort of just searching, searching.
1: Like he knows this guy's got a weapon somewhere. He's got a hidden he's gun just somewhere. Looking, you, and that's one thing I love about Zemo. It's, don't get me wrong, I, I love my villains, but Zemo is a calculating villain. Yes, he's, he is. I like I like
0: that about him.
1: He's using the pawns as he's walking around. He's like, if I was a person and listening to him and thinking, especially about
0: him, in Madripoor, yeah,
1: oh. God. He just
0: walked in like he, he belonged there, and I'm wondering if uh, by the end of the series he isn't going to replace the power broker or something. I f- I have a feeling like the power broker is going to be the is going to be the ultimate bad guy in the series in this particular series. Because the flag smashers, yeah, they're antagonists, but they're not necessarily bad people. They're get they get they're getting extreme, and I'll get to that in a little bit, you but. What?
1: Why was there someone like Loki? That leads it into the Loki uh, TV show.
0: Well, we haven't gotten to that yet. That's not till June. So. <laughs>
1: That'd be kind of funny, though. It would there, be. And you see Loki with, with his staff or something like that, just intimidating, and you're like, Wait, you? Crap.
2: <laughs> you're adding too much to it. I don't think they're, these shows are going to tie that.
0: Heavily. They're more going to be loosely connected. This yeah, is all stuff that's going on. I can help. Yeah. This is true. But, um...
2: It would be kind of schlocky, too.
0: One of the things that I... You know, I remembered it, but I hadn't had a chance to bring it up in conversation while we were watching it is that Zemo, they established in Civil War, was like ex- Special Forces in Sokovia. <laughs> and there, there's a moment when, uh uh Falcon, Bucky, and Sharon are all pinned down in the wreckage of the lab which got blown up by an RPG as as happens. Yeah,
1: you're, and you're, you're Zemo had
0: Zemo had slipped away, puts on his his mask cuz he found his mask, the purple Baron Zemo mask from the comics uh in one of his vintage cars earlier in the episode. Puts on the mask shoots a gas main to set off an explosion and then just whoops the ass of the rest of the bounty hunters so they can escape and yet another vehicle that he had stashed <laughs> in, in Madrapur in this in this port um
1: makes you wonder what the end game is because he he could got away he could have got away but instead he came back
0: mm-hmm. he got
2: the car and got them instead of you know just
0: yeah but leaving. the thi- yeah Zemo has some other end game oh in mind. yeah he does he ain't, and,
2: he ain't playing nice just to play nice.
0: No. Yeah, it's like... It's the, helping...
2: It, it, <laughs> playing nice with them is helping him.
0: Yeah. One of his... And, they, of they, and it's like they're fully expecting him to turn on them at some point. And, but they're expecting that they'll be able to deal with whatever it is he's doing. But they're not really... They're only thinking like one move ahead. He's thinking like five moves ahead. He already has checkmate in mind. hmm And he's adapting on the fly as in, as and when things are happening. He is... He is going to end up in a position of power. And I'm going to bet it's going to be in magical And his last play set out. Mm-hmm.
2: It's letting those pieces fall or adjusting to make those pieces fall where he
0: wants them. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, one of the names that they got from Nagel was that Carly had come to him for help uh, with... And he, and he mentioned a, a name. And this would be this woman that was like dying of tuberculosis. Um, that's... a who I'm assuming she was asking for his help with because he's a, he's a doctor and he basic and his response to it was just sort of like, not my farm, not my pigs <laughs> or not my pigs, not my farm. was, I was the phrase that he used. It's just sort of like, I don't care. That's not what I'm here for. Uh, uh and so in response, she stole the super soldier serum <laughs> from him. And well, when we cut back to Carly, she's like mourning after this person had died talking with one of the other flag smashers. And he, bas- he basically, he's basically asked her, it's like, shouldn't you maybe take some time to mourn? And she's like, no, I need to sort of focus on this. But they have like a conversation about how the turn that their lives sort of took with, with everything and how she had wanted to be a teacher and how uh, he had wanted to like just sign up with the military. But as he put it, it's like, Security in Madripoor didn't really open a whole lot of doors, <laughs> in that in that or respect. Also,
2: they're, they're humanizing the villains, and we're like, okay, okay.
0: They're not necessarily bad people. And they're then just.
2: They broke into the place. They they tied yeah. up the guards. I'm like, all right. You guys have too much supplies. We need to spread the supplies. And I'm like, all right. You know, you're pulling a Robin Hood. So yeah. Everyone else is getting away. She's sitting in there with the van with the same guy. She's yeah. Like, she she gets into yeah. the Explosive. And he's like, huh then one of the other vans blew the hell up right on top of the building lighting the bitch on fire. Well,
0: yeah, no, I got like sort of like Oklahoma City vibes like the bomb went off and it just sort of wrecked the building sets it, sets it on fire and everything. And he's like there were people in there. He's like, "Well," and she and her response was, "This is the only language these people speak."
2: And I'm like, Uh well, you just solidified villain."
0: Well, yeah, it's just sort of like they're but it's kind of like with um, Killmonger in Black Panther. It's like they're showing you the reason that they're, you know, the motivations behind behind the characters. It's so it's like you can understand their motivations. They're just taking it to an extreme that you find you're like, whoa, hey, that's a line you crossed it. Exactly. It's like with Killmonger. Yeah, we'd seen that he had no problem killing people. This is this is all bad. And then once he once he took the throne in Wakanda, he was like, "We're gonna take, we're gonna use all of the this advanced technology and everything that we have, and we're just gonna overthrow everybody." And I'm like, "Oh." That's and that's when you're just, and that's when you're like, "Okay, you're now taking it to a to a level that's way too way too far." Yep. Um, I don't mind them doing that with the, with the villains. It makes for interesting characters, and the, the makes the villains. The with, it makes yeah. the characters. It makes the villains. More, more, not like less. More than two dimensional. A good,
2: a good, a good example is a lot of the DC villains. They're evil to be
0: evil, right?
2: They take it to that level and they just keep going it. So you're not supposed to like the villain.
0: Like all, like any, uh, any of the villains from Apocalypse are just sort of like we're evil because we're evil. They're they're
2: from Planet Evil,
0: is what (laughs) they should have called it. Basically, Um, but yeah, Dark Side, yeah, Dark Side, yeah. I love the explanation for that. It was funny.
2: I got I to show you that after this.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so the episode ends with them. Uh, Zemo is taking them to, has t- brought them to Latvia to track down uh, Carly's dead friend. And as Zemo is taking Falcon to some safe house or whatever, Bucky sort of pauses just sort of like, I got to take a walk. I'll catch up with you guys. And then he, we see him just reach down and pick up this, like, uh, like a ball bearing that has some, like, etchings on it. Not
1: ball bearing. You didn't know what
0: that was? Oh, that's the right. Those, 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 no, those are those beads. Yes. Oh. Well,
1: I, yeah, I just, I just
0: remembered. I was but, like,
1: oh, those are holy beads. Oh, no.
0: Well, yeah, and so he finds one of these, and then he just sort of follows picks up another one. And then he finds a third one, and he's just sort of, like, he calls out to, for somebody, and he just sort of turns, turns around And when he turns back, there's I.O. and I look because I looked her up. Yeah, that's why I was sitting here waiting
2: for you to get that far.
0: Yeah, that was that was indeed her. Yep. Uh, The other second in command of the uh, Dora Malagi, I think is what they were what they were called. Yeah, the Dora Malagi. She was the one we we saw in uh, Civil War. I think she said to Black Widow, "It's just when Black Widow is sort of standing standing in her way, she just goes, move or you will be moved.'" (laughs) And and uh, T'Challa is standing there, looks from one to the other, she, with a smile on his face like, oh, I'd like to see this. <laughs> but, um, so, and she basically tells, she tells Bucky, I am here for Zemo. Because they knew that, Z- they heard that Zemo had escaped, or somehow found out that he had escaped, and Zemo is the one that killed T'Chaka.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're not, not angry about that.
0: Well, it's, remember... uh T'Challa had uh, went out with uh, went into that casino, that like underground casino, and everything in Black Panther to track down Claw because Claw had uh, had killed people in Wakanda and stolen all stolen that vibranium, which ended up getting dropped on Sokovia. But they were they went there specifically to try to capture him. It's like the Wakandans are not shy of sending their operatives out into the wider world to track down people that have wronged them.
2: That's for sure. Uh,
0: So yeah, that sort of brings a new level of conflict into all this. We, um, with Sharon is still in, uh, is still in magical. We've got an
2: assassination triangle going on. Oh yeah. It's like, or it's more just like we have this guy. Everybody wants him dead. Yep. But people, people in,
0: people in Madripoor, people in weren't happy to see him. Uh, but the only god reason damn, this
2: is the the best plan he's ever had to get them to break him out, knowing he can help them.
0: Mm-hmm. But so he has him. the
2: best bodyguard you could possibly have, mm-hmm. being the Winter Soldier,
0: whose reputation precedes him. <gasps> oh my god! It is, is so. Far I love yeah, yeah. I love how they have set up Zemo as this chess master. <laughs> And it's not even regular chess. He's playing like 5D five di- five chess. <laughs>
1: Jawa is Star Trek chess.
0: That's only three-dimensional. Yeah. He's like another two-dimensions on top of that.
2: <laughs> That's way too many boards.
0: Oh, yeah. Might
2: but well he, but he's Monopoly. pulling it off.
0: He's pulling it off. Yeah, no. We're not playing Monopoly. We're That's how long the
2: games would take. <laughs> we're
0: playing like Parcheesi while he's playing five-dimensional chess. But, yeah, it's still a, it's still a good series. I'm liking the intrigue and all the and everything that they're building it with all this
2: i haven't been bored yet no yeah
0: i could yeah it's like with the whole prison escape thing i could hear you geeking out over here just grinning because
2: i just love how (laughs) one he's explaining it as it's happening Mm -hmm. and and i'm like oh did you just pass him a note to go fight that dude and then he unscrolls the whole thing i'm like yeah Yeah. he did (laughs) yep
0: it was very very well done And they're they're still keeping the tension going between Bucky and Falcon. It's like, the two of them still want to be friends, but they're just sort of like, I'm I'm still too angry with you right now. (laughs) And the little passive-aggressive stuff, like uh, when uh, Falcon got into Zemo's car at the end there, he's like, you're not going to pull your seat forward, are you? And Bucky's just like, nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a callback to that scene in Civil War. (laughs) when they're both sitting in the sitting in the car while caps getting uh, the stuff from Sharon <laughs> they're just sitting there and I think Bucky was s- saying to Sam's like move your move your seat forward he's like no <laughs> and then the two of them are both sort of shipping the two of them so it's like when they sh- when she like kissed him on the cheek you know Steve looked over at them and they're both they're both smiling and grinning <laughs> you know grinning at him and just sort of nodding like yeah you go <laughs> oh God Uh, it's a very, very good series, and I'm hoping that they can maintain this level of quality, not just through
2: I want that this show, one, though.
0: but Loki and all the other MCU on uh, Disney+. I want Plus. them to
2: do the show with, uh, what was it, Jimmy Woo?
0: Oh, yeah, J- with Jimmy Woo. Yeah, I want, I want that, too. I don't,
2: I don't care if he has anybody else to play off of. I just want Jimmy Woo show. Call hey, it get, the Jimmy get, Woo show. I don't give a Jimmy shit. Jimmy Woo and the guy from. Who- the, the do the Lewis, 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 yes! <laughs> they, oh my yeah. god! Jimmy oh
0: my god! Yes! The Lewis and Jimmy Wu show, or at the well, very least, have him do a cameo and do Lewis, one, uh, do one of his little thing. You know, they should him. have mini
2: shows for Lewis called. Uh,
0: Here's what you missed: as
2: told by Lewis. Yes. So the uh, events. So basically, oh man, I need to I need to catch up on like forty six hours of freaking movies. Oh oh man, I can't do it. The phase one as told by Lewis in 15 minutes
0: and it's all and it's all him like him narrating it you and, see, still, and you're seeing like the clips but it's like everyone's voice everyone's like, sort of like oh, matching up to did it that happened yeah except then you'd have to get all those people back into sh- to do reshoots of some of those scenes with them just match with, the, with,
2: with them just smash the lip flaps
0: deep fake. Get a deep fake going with that stuff Not even Just literally
2: <laughs> Pick out scenes like that And he, he says the words How they say it So he just There you go there Basically you go. dubs the episodes
0: Except for when he's like Sort of paraphrasing What somebody said Like the scene where Like in one of his Stories Where it was reading? like Stan Lee talking Talking to somebody But it was Stan Lee You know Saying the words Like Lewis is saying them.
1: <laughs> now my brain Since this is a Disney Poppy, I want to see them do this show and have the guy who does Olaf be a death killings, <laughs> and they just sit there and like, "Oh, are you doing my thing? What do you mean by doing your thing?" And they just go into story
2: mode. That's car- that's cartoon territory.
0: Yeah, that's getting a little bit too much. But I think, I, and, like, I,
2: hey, hey, if it's as told by Lewis, it could be like crude cartoon drawing.
0: Mm, there you go. That that'll, way, that'll that'll way make, you don't have to get all the people back in to do reshoots. You could do
2: one per movie. You can do one per phase. You can do it for the whole saga. And and then, w- once he does the ones where they're just all out in space, like Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, how do you... Uh, whoever he's telling, like... It's like, how, doing, do you, how do you know this? Maybe he's doing bedtime stories <laughs> for someone. And that's why it's true... Yeah. <clears throat> Crayon drawings. And, like, how do you know this? Um, they were in space. Were you never in space? Yo, man, my
0: cousin, he knows stuff, man. <laughs> It's like I was told by a talking raccoon. <laughs> I met this dude, man. Oh, uh, it a of, talking tree. <laughs> I got. I met this. I met this tree, man. I think his name. I am Forest or something. <laughs> I think. I think his name's Cute or something. <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, definitely. I'm, as I'm told by a Lewis, is, is like a mini. Is like a mini, mini sewed thing that they need oh, to do. Oh my god! I've watched the shit out of that. But the Jimmy Wu show needs to be a thing also. have Darcy in there as, like, some... Maybe not as a uh, sidekick or another character on the show, but it's, like, supporting character that pops up every now and then if he needs, like, some science person to help him That's out. The thing's <laughs> like, oh, man, didn't they have time to catch up with Falcon and the Winter Soldier? <laughs> hey, Lewis! Lewis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. What happened? <clears throat> oh, and, and then uh, Carter came out
0: and... <laughs> And she, was like, just, bam, and she was just bam, like, wham-bam, bam, bam. just kicking all their ass, man. <laughs> we need to stop before we go too, go too far into this. But, yeah. I know that there was a thing that was... Um, Disney exactly, to every
2: game, every show.
0: I would be amazed if somebody at Disney is actually paying just, attention they, to us. They would
2: just pay an intern for that. Yeah, this like, is true. Pay, I mean, well, okay. pay
0: an intern. <laughs> didn't
2: did Disney pay as well for, for stuff?
0: Yeah, but an intern? Well, I don't know
2: I I watched somebody on YouTube that was ex-Disney Okay
0: Um, Yeah, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier remains good And we're at the halfway point to the series now So It's gonna ramp up It's gonna ramp up And I'm very curious to see who the power broker is going to be Because here's the thing I got some vibes off of Sharon That she is more deeply connected than it appears I don't know that she's necessarily actually the power broker, but she may have ties to ties to them that she's just not revealing. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe that's where the play. Maybe that's, maybe, the right maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's where uh, the twist is going come to come at the end. It's like Zemo is orchestrating all this to tr- try to destabilize the power broker and take over his spot for himself. And then Sharon Carter steps in and is just sort of like, nah, it's me now.
2: No, I, I like it too much over here. I don't know if they make her a villain.
0: I'm not necessarily saying a villain. I'm saying she steps in to fill, to fill the power vacuum left with the broker's death, and it's just like she's running the operation, and yeah, so she's going to have to do some bad stuff, but it's like, would you rather I be who would you rather have as the, as the power broker? Zemo or me?: Zemo? <laughs> That's just because you like because you like Zemo. I
2: like villains. Yeah, but um, I like villains with a purpose. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want any more super soldiers. Mm-hmm. It would benefit him and most of the world that there's not rogue supers out there. Yup
0: Well, and and I f- one of the other things I forgot to mention in all this is that John Walker and uh, his uh, Bla- oh, yeah. and John They're Walker, Jen, John Walker and Black Bucky are uh, are were trying He's to. A, what's his
2: name? Um, Hoskins. No, no, no. His uh, super name. Battlestar that's it. He's he's pushing back against them mm-hmm. because well, because push, he's like, dude, wh- you're you're you pretty much no more than what they're doing right now. You're going off.
0: Yeah, going off book essentially. And yeah, it's like, well,
2: you're either here with me or you're not.
0: And, yeah, it's fuck, it, I guess I am. Yeah, we're seeing some of that edge starting to come out. Uh, that a lot but of this, people this suspected this is a good we're way
2: gonna- so he could Distance himself, Battlestar can distance himself so he can do the Young Avenger thing, mm. or the New Avengers, or East Coast, or whatever or he's going to gonna end up
0: being. Well, here's the <laughs> thing: talk, oh talk, talking, talking, talking of, uh, talking of that. I think I mentioned this to you earlier this earlier this week. Uh, Isaiah's grandson,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Eli Bradley, in the comics, ends up in the Young Avengers. Yeah. So. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> There's a lot that, I mean, of people that were in the Young Avengers. Between that and um, the the uh, Wanda Twins from uh, WandaVision, if they ever get uh, magic back into reality, they could. They're Young Avengers also. What was it, Speed and Wiccan? Yep. I think Wiccan is the one who ends up uh, like in a relationship with Hulkling. Yep. That's another thing that we're.
2: They need to introduce Hulkling. Maybe that'll be in maybe maybe in Loki. Kate Bishop, which they're also doing a, they're doing a Hawkeye show, which is supposed to introduce Kate Bishop taking up the mantle of Hawkeye. So there's that also. I'm um, actually looking forward to that. It's going to be a little more of a family dynamic.
0: Yeah, um, maybe Hulkling will get introduced in Loki. That would be a great <laughs> way to sort of, to have Loki just be like, oh god, there's, oh god, it procreated. There's,
2: there's more
0: of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I I could just see Hiddleton just going oh.
0: <laughs> just being like, oh my, oh no, it procreated. <laughs> no, I don't think you'd go
2: that far. It's like there's more of them. Yeah, there's more of
0: them would be, a, would be a good line. It would just be one of those things It's just like, hey, Hulk got frisky while he was on sikar <laughs> Or something. Um, I don't know if Hulkling's actually his son. He's just like... Who knows? Who knows? Know um, it doesn't matter. But yeah, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier remains good. Uh, anything else either of you guys would like to add? Nah. All right. It's nothing from Zeke. Anything from you, Sam?
2: Good.
0: Okay. So that wraps it up for this week. He's so,
2: uh, They're unsure of what his uh, race is. He's Korean Scroll, apparently.
0: Huh. Okay. So that explains some of Hulkling. Sort of. I don't know. He's a shapeshifter. But uh, that wraps it up for this week. So uh, for Zeke and Sam, I am Jay, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.